The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network and TheGorillaPosition.com, telling the stories of pro wrestling storytellers. another episode of Turnbuckle Talk, powered by thegrillposition.com and a proud part of the Roar Network, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network. We are sponsored by CollarNevilleBrand.com, where you can get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. In partnership with HypeCityVapors.com, where you can get 15% off all your e-juice for your vape by using promo code JKPODCAST. Also our newest sponsor, Silly Rabbit Vape Shop, located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. Mention Turnbuckle Talk for a discount on all vape juice, and hardware. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TV Talk Pod. To listen to the podcast, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and all those other podcatchers out there. This is Big Joe, and this is a very special episode. A little bonus for you guys. I have two interviews going on here. We are doing, of course, our follow-up, as promised, with Mr. Dusty Gold after his match with Brian Cage, and... An interview that has been quite a while in the making, Mr. Franco Varga, who I first ran into at a CWE show up in Northern Ontario, Canada. So here we go. Enjoy. All right, guys, Big Joe of Turnbuckle Talk here. And as promised, we are going to follow up with our guest from last week, Mr. Dusty Gold. As we were talking last week, you were set to have a match with Mr. Brian Cage, Impact Heavyweight Champion. And now that that has happened, we want to sit down and talk with you and... uh, Tell us about the match. How did it go? Uh, it went great. Uh, I mean, the size difference, I knew he was a big guy. I told you, right? Like, people look at me and they're like, oh, you're a decent-sized dude. He <laughs> towered over me, and I looked like a little kid in there with him. It was ridiculous uh, how much of a like, freak that he is. Um, but all in all... Uh, I stood my ground and uh, took a hell of a beating initially, and uh, I ended up getting a win. It wasn't how I wanted to get a win, but I did get a win via countout. Uh, he got paid off uh, mm-hmm. to leave, so I got to get my championship, but I'm a fighting champion, and I don't believe in winning by countout. Unfortunately, I was laid out in that whole countout issue, woke up to four or five guys surrounding me, who paid him off because they wanted to face me, apparently, instead oh. of him. So, so yeah. Do feel a rematch coming off for this? For uh, for Cage, I would love to have a rematch. Um, train extra, extra hard to where I'm a little bit more prepared. I thought I was prepared for someone like Cage. Um, he t- definitely took me to my limits, uh, that's for sure, so... Well, from the, the bit that I saw, I mean, I haven't seen the full match yet, which I'm I'm hoping to at some point. Uh, you didn't look out of place in there. You, you definitely uh, held your own from from like I said from the bit that I saw there. So some good stuff. You no, know, 
of course, like I mentioned on last week's episode that, um, you know, you're on Facebook everything all the time. He did get a little blown up in the match, he said, right? So he took some, some hard bumps there, right? I did. I took, I took several hard bumps. Um, he's a physical guy. <laughs> he's a very physical guy. Yeah. But I'm used to taking a, you know, t- taking a kicking, uh, an ass kicking and uh, keep on licking kind of thing. Uh, takes a lot. I have a lot of resilience in me. Uh, I don't give up easy. Yeah. And I'll fight all the way to the tooth and nail to the last second. So. Cool. And uh, what was uh, the crowd like? Because, I mean, a uh, big name like Cage coming in, there had to be a bit of a heightened excitement there too, right? There was a heightened excitement. We were fighting a lot uh, that weekend as well. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, WWE Hell in a Cell, and then you had uh, uh, down where I'm at, uh, where the show was. We had bad flooding. Mm-hmm. So I heard about bad that. Bad storms uh, going on. So the crowd still was a good crowd for uh, what we were fighting against, and yep. we had just had a show over the previous week. Um, but everyone that was there, loud and proud. Um, I mean, they were loud. They like Cage and like me. Um, literally, it's very often that you get like clapping ovations, mm-hmm. to, and that's exactly what we did. Nice. When we got training, uh, literally, we got clapping ovations. Uh, so people were very impressed with the way everything was going and and how I was holding up my technical skills to his. So I was doing my best. So. Yeah, that's good things going for you going forward. Now, you you had mentioned uh, something that obviously we had talked to him on last week's episode, Hell in a Cell. Did you watch any of that, or did you catch the ending of that at all? It's a pretty I, polarizing topic out there. So it is. So I've heard what happened. Uh-huh. Um, got to sit and watch the full pay per view yeah. or anything. Like that. Haven't had a lot of time, uh, but I heard it was a riot apparently somehow the ref stopped it. it it turned out not being a dq but someone said it was a dq stoppage yeah a hell in a cell which is impossible because you don't get help you can't get yeah. DQ'd. well right. um and the fans literally started chanting refund and also chanting aew yeah uh, they re- so, totally rejected what was going on uh, i yeah. it's been a while since i've seen the entire audience turn on what was going on yeah pretty wild so, they're trying to rebuttal for it, rescheduling a, a match, uh, um, Survivor Series, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, they just killed both of those guys. Any kind of momentum they might have had or anything they had, they killed. And they do that every single time with Ray, I feel like. Well, I like I had mentioned when we were talking about with Carl, when they when they do that thing with Bray Wyatt's alter ego, this Fiend character, when it, when it goes dark, when they come back and they have that spotlight kind of showing him and he's in the ring kind of looking – that part has always gotten over with the audience, but that night it was either dead silent or people were still booing. And I was just like that, that, that killed the, any momentum that he had. Now, hopefully if there's any guy that can recover it, it, it's Bray Wyatt, but man, it just, it's, and, and, and I had mentioned too, when they were doing that mandible claw thing and there was the blood at the end, dude, I had visions of when ultimate warrior became subject to voodoo from Papa Shango back in the old WWF days. And he was like throwing up and like over, so it just, it was bad. Like it, and it just on all accounts, it just sits, I'm sitting there. A lot of people were really turned off and grossed out, but I was sitting there laughing. It just, it, it felt like a joke. Well, as soon as I terrible. heard that it was Q and like that, they were, like there was some blood and stuff. And like yeah. the rest, I thought back to when Kane debuted mm. in the hell against Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Shawn- Busted open 
bleeding like crazy. You didn't see any stoppage of anything like that or any other match with, you know, you had matches. Almost every Hell in a Cell match ends up with blood and mm -hmm. quite a bit of it. Um, it's rare not to find that. It's that. It's just that type of match. It's that structure that it's built on. Yeah. And the fact that they, they're trying to change the rules of it and, and do all that stuff, I just, I don't know. It, <laughs> it just, when Vince's rebuttal was the the icing on the cake kind of with it, he just simply said his wrestlers are too pro wrestling. So <laughs> because Vince has always promoted that he is in sports entertainment, yeah. not wrestling. So that, that is the big thing for him is that's why he doesn't care as much because he isn't promoting pro wrestling, which is what we do. Um, he is a sports entertainer, so he's all about the entertainment aspect of it, not the wrestling aspect of it, which makes zero sense. It's a combination of both. It's not yeah. just. It feels like that real dividing line has been kind of put there. Like you said, uh, Vince with WWE really feels like it's just the entertainment. You know, and if you're going to go that direction, we've always kind of had the thing here. It's it almost be kind of easier at this point to just train some actors on how to wrestle as opposed to teaching a bunch of wrestlers on how to act. Well, you know, that's, so that's the issue is the writers in the back aren't wrestling writers. They're just writers, and they don't know nothing about wrestling, so they yep. They write ridiculous promos that have no emotion, no feeling, because you don't have the raw feel of an actual promo anymore uh, in WWE. And the rare people, there's a few people that can still cut their own promos like Bray and stuff like that. And that's why his gimmick was so over is because they let him do his thing. Yep. So there, I agree there are some guys you need to kind of put a filter on mm -hmm. and then some to let go. But 90% of the guys on the roster have to have, like, they're putting a filter on and – and it's very it shows in the product. So and that's why I'm so drawn to like recently the this NWA show Power. If you get if you haven't seen that, Dustin, make sure you go and check that out. That was a good show. I enjoyed that very much. The studio uh, wrestling feel, the AEW uh, Ring of Honor to maybe a little bit of a lesser extent. Now uh, watching guys like you just uh, uh, get so much more out of it when I can just kind of detach myself from being a critic uh, and a journalist and just immerse myself in watching a match. I can do that with, with you guys, like, like yourself, like, like Cage, with my other guest today, Franco Varga. And then when I sit down and watch a WWE show, I'm just I'm, I'm tearing it apart because I can't get immersed in kind of what's going on. And then from my perspective, that's really what's going on at this point. That's why the writing on NXT is better than the writing on Raw or SmackDown because yeah. Vince has writers doing Raw and SmackDown as the point of – actual wrestlers are writing the scripts on NXT mm -hmm. and they're all giving the guys a little bit of freelance to kind of create their own thing. Mm -hmm. That's over. That's why I'm not, I'm not against WWE though. I, oh, no. I, I've always been a WWE fan regardless. I know they do some shitty stuff, but I'm a big fan of NXT. Mm -hmm. They're out there killing it. Uh, honestly, last week, they, the ratings were really good for AEW. I watched both on the debut. Yep. Uh, watched, we watched AEW all my students and I, we, we literally did film study. We watched AEW, and then we watched NXT. The match of the night out of both shows was the very first match of NXT, which was Adam, was Adam Cole versus uh, Matt Riddle. Mm -hmm. Hands down, that match stole the show. Yeah. Between both shows, that was the match, and they killed it. I was, that was ridiculous. I popped for that match, and I don't pop very often. Uh, for stuff and that was some good stuff that they were doing in there yeah you know, and as i stated too you know we do tend to be a little bit critical about wwe when they do stupid stuff but at, at the end of the day 
and this whole statement will sound kind of cliche to some people, but we want everybody to be successful because it, at the end of the day, if everybody's good, you know, then everybody's a winner, especially the fans and, and uh, the viewers, because we get to enjoy some good wrestling, right? So, yeah, we're, we're rough against WWE only because we want them to be successful. You know, it's uh, if we keep defending the kind of roster, yeah, if they utilize them right, yep, you nailed it. Five all of wrestling in general. Like yeah. I like there's so many options out there nowadays, and they're all doing great. They all have their own grip. There's so much talent out there. It's hard to have. You can't have everybody on WWE. No. This is not going to happen. No. All the talent is not going to go to one show. You have to have them spread out and giving guys, giving people more options, yeah. and you, that's how you're going to succeed in wrestling in general. Like WWE is not going to succeed. Is going to exceed more now because it has the competition of AEW and stuff like that. Because they're going to have to step up their game. They're going to have to. The competition is always good because you push yourself to get better, so you won't stay in the same rut. So it, it's competition is not bad, but you can't. I don't. I'm not a big fan of people going. Oh, I'm just an AEW guy. I'm just a WWE guy. I'm just you know NWA. Mm-hmm. I, everyone should just be pro wrestling fans. The guys are out here killing themselves to try to do the best they can for the fans. Why are you gonna hate on anybody that's doing that if you're a wrestling fan? They're just doing what they're told initially on WWE. Yep. Can't really blame the guys, right? You got to blame the writers and that stuff in the back for WWE because they're all about that sports entertainment. Yeah. They need a little bit more freedom. They need to let the leash a little, you know, go back to that attitude era type things, you know. Stone Cold made Stone Cold. Like, Vince didn't make Stone Cold. Stone nope. Cold made Stone Cold. He had an opportunity. He said what he felt, and it got over. So sometimes you have to let the guys just do their thing, and they're going to go out there and prove why they deserve to do their own thing. But if you don't give them the opportunity to do that, and you just keep that leash on them, they're never going to succeed like they need to. There you go, folks. That's not the opinion of, uh, of a broadcaster like myself. This is coming right from somebody who's active in the business, an independent wrestler. There you go, guys. It, it's I couldn't have said it better myself. And having said all that now, this match with Cage is, is done for the time being. Who knows? There might be a rematch coming down the road. But as of right now, what's uh, on your plate going forward? Uh, this following weekend, uh, I got three shows, three championship shows. I got three talented guys I'll be in the ring with this Friday. Um, and Jerome Daniels, uh, Latino, Latino heartthrob. Sorry. That's a mouthful, Gino, that one. Uh, Gino and... Uh, I, which I haven't faced Gino yet. That's that's the one person in this match that I've never been in the ring with. I've been in the ring plenty of times with Jerome, and I've been in the ring plenty of times with Nate Collins, who is the current champion there at DFW All Pro, which is originally started as a student show down there in Dallas, and it's kind of progressed into its own thing, and now they're bringing in guys like me and other guys out there to help raise their student talent, which the show is thriving, like, really good over there in uh, Dallas. So... And then on top of that, I go Saturday to SOAR Championship Wrestling. I face for the North American Championship that they have over SOAR, uh, which is working for Sir Mo, and I've always enjoyed working for him, and I think that's a great promotion. And he really does – he cares about the guys going farther than just where they're at, and that's what I love. That's why I work for him. And uh, and then I debut at another company that's down there to finish out my weekend in Sherman, Texas, for uh, King, of, King of Sports Wrestling. Um, so it's a newer promotion, 
Uh, they're out there. they got a lot of great talent on their card, and I'm going in there to show them what I can do and finish out my weekend. So, Awesome. So you're a busy dude. Trying to say it that way. It's about to slow down. <laughs> got a lot of personal stuff going on in this next year. But the, I hear you. I hear you. The year of dusty gold. Yes. That I can promise you. Lots of overseas travel. Going to be an international superstar at that point. And then a lot of things. Don't expect not to see me somewhere next year. That cool. is the goal. Awesome. I'll make it happen. Awesome. Now, for those who are hearing you for the first time here, let us know where you can find us, find you on social media. Social media. and On Instagram, it's the standard underscore Dusty Gold. On Facebook, it's just Dusty Gold. Now, if it's you'll have to go to my likable fan page. I still have plenty of space there. I maxed out on my regular fan page, so if you sent me a friend request and I don't accept it, don't think I'm an, an ass. I just can't accept anymore. I'm, I've reached the 5,000 max limit, which is stupid that they have that. Right. But you can always go find me on Instagram, and they're abundant. I can have plenty of there, so feel free to do that. And then on Twitter, I'm DustyGold2016. So. Awesome. Good stuff, man. It's good talking to you again, and uh, we'll definitely be uh, talking in the future. We're going to take a brief break, and we're going to come back with another interview. Like it's, you know, you've seen in the marquee that I posted here today. This is a double-header interview. We're going to come back with international superstar Mr. Franco Varga. So stay tuned, guys. All right, dude. I'll, All right. I'll let you go for now. And uh, we'll, be touching the, we'll be in touch in the future. I think we'll uh, we might make this a regular thing. I think we got a good thing going here. Yeah, sounds good, man. Okay, talk All to right. you later, man. This week's episode is brought to you by Silly Rabbit Vape Shop, located at 647 Queen Street East in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, Canada. Mention Turnbuckle Talk for a discount on all of your vape juice and hardware. This is the biggest wrestler ever, Franco Varga, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Right, guys, Big Joe of Turnbuckle Talk here with an interview brought to you by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network and presented by thegorillaposition.com. My guest today has wrestled for companies such as Infinite Pro Wrestling, Next Evolution Wrestling, UFO Wrestling in Boston, and has also been champion at uh, Next Evolution and Infinite Pro Wrestling and more. He's wrestled in countries such as Australia, Canada, UK, Japan, Mexico, US, and the list goes on and on, folks. He has wrestled the likes of James Storm, Jonathan Gresham, Ethan Page, Simon Gotch, Brian Cage, Jason Kincaid. I could go on for days, just to name a few there. Please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Franco Varga. How's it going, sir? What's going on? You you left out a couple of my favorites, man. Michael Elgin, I, you know, beat the Michael crap Elgin. out of him. Love that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me. This, this has been kind of a, of a long time coming. We were talking about doing this quite a while back, and things just didn't drive. And 
Finally, just the other day, we pulled the trigger and was like, dude, I need to talk to you again because it's been a while yeah. since I've seen you. So. Yeah, and you know what? I take the blame on that. I've been too <laughs> busy, man. And I and I, every time I'd like be like, uh, hey, I'm going to have a layover like nine hours at XYZ Airport, I hit you up and uh, it just never worked out. So, you know, I apologize. <laughs> but we got it done. I'm here now. Yeah, coming up uh, very recently, you're actually going to be having a match with somebody who's actually recently been uh, interviewed on this podcast network, Mr. Brian Malonis. You're going to have a match hit with him coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I guess so. So the guys at UFO, they've been trying to get this, uh, get me to work for them for a while. So we finally sit down and, and get it done. And um, and I didn't even get told what the match was. It was finally, you know, it's just like I said, my schedule's kind of all over the place. Um, but, uh, I see the match and I'm like, wait a minute, what's, you know, and I know I've seen Brian all over. He's with uh, ring of honor. I still believe. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I've, um, yeah, I was just like, oh my God, I hope the two of us, uh, you know, so next thing I know, I see that's the main event of the card and it's all that. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, just bringing me in straight into the biggest guy. That's how, it, that's how it goes lately. I've been, it's always straight for the biggest guy or whoever's holding the title or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, gonna be, uh, it's gonna be a good one. I mean, the guy's huge. I'm pretty, you know, I'm I'm pretty big myself. So uh, yeah, it should be should be something to something to see for sure. Yeah, uh, him and Beardsy Bruiser, they're in the running for the uh, ROH Tag Team Titles over there. And uh, Brian, for for a big big dude, uh, he's deceptively fast, and he's got some he's got some interesting uh, moves and stuff. So yeah, it's uh, I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, that'll be available for us to watch somehow. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, the TV guys in there. Yeah, I've uh, I've been back and forth with uh, the promoter Pat. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to him, and uh, I guess that's a very anticipated match. So hopefully, um, you'll see some moon salts out of me, and some some tricky stuff out of me, and some stuff out of Brian. So yeah, nice man. So on the last episode of, of Termuckle Talk here, I had um, another guest on, Mister Dusty Gold, who's actually has something in common with you, sir, and you have both wrestled Brian Cage. And yeah. tell me a little bit about wrestling the machine, Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> man um so I, I i before that match i was you know just doing a lot of, a lot of extra doing double day like double sets a day and things like that i'm yep. um, going to the gym twice a day because i was just like man this guy uh, i gotta be i gotta be big and huge and all this and and i'm a, like i said i'm i'm normally the big guy everywhere like whenever i go somewhere but man this guy's an action figure he's huge so i was just like um but but then you know you kind of Whenever, whenever I've met guys that are like big bodybuilders, I've met like, um, um, man, what's his name? He was Mr. Olympia, Jay, Jay Cutler. Yes. I got to meet Jay Cutler a few times. Um, and I've, I've always like picked his brain a, a couple times about this gaining size. This was like, like five years ago. And, uh, just like Jay, he's huge, but he's like just the nicest guy, man. So Brian, I have nothing but great things to say about Brian. It was a hell of a match. It was for the, um, when he was X division champion. So it was one, yeah, this X Division, uh, it was like one of those sanctioned matches that they do. So um, shout out to Impact Wrestling for allowing me to do that. Um, but, yeah, uh, it was a hell of a match. It was tough. It was, uh, I took the, I think he finished me with the draw claw, which was yeah. <laughs> a hell of a move. You never, yeah, you never expect um, the, the just the strength um, just to be able to, I'm, I'm 260, you know, so. Um, he just, uh, I, I barely have to do anything. The guy just did it all. So he's, uh, he's very fast, very easy to work with. And, um, man, he's just, he's, he's the man, he's a machine. So, yeah. Yeah. Probably about three years ago, we had the chance to talk to, to Brian when he was still, uh, when he was doing work for Lucha Underground and it was really interesting talking to him. He's a very unique individual just when you talk to him face to face, uh, or in this case, uh, over the internet. 
and really an example of just being able to have success out of the big uh, outside of the WWE and these big companies went over there and he was telling us that uh, he bought his first um, you know sports car with the uh, the con- with the money he was making over there so just a, a prime example and now with impact and whatnot he's a household name just a, another g- great example that hey you don't need to be in uh, the big three letters to do well in this business yeah I'm a, I'm a firm believer myself actually um, I was just talking cars with uh, with Gotch and yeah uh, I just bought a, I just bought a, uh, a Nissan just for wrestling I don't touch it unless it's uh, I'm going yeah. somewhere for wrestling and then I still have my uh, the car so yeah you can do it there's you don't have to be with any of the top three i actually don't really have any desire um, yeah. to be with any of the big name big letter companies because i just uh it's not what i want to do i want to have a lot of fun and that's what i'm doing now having said that though you know there are some other great alternatives especially recently with uh all elite wrestling coming up great alternative you know, for fans and of course for other t- for talent to work and then just recently um on it's gonna be it's on facebook and youtube the nwa came back with a with a kind of a studio show i just actually watched that before we had the interview here franco and uh Really cool to see that studio wrestling kind of thing coming back again. They did a really good job there, so I'm looking forward to watching that every week. Hell of a job. Um, yeah. I, uh, I actually have, like, some some really good guys there. Actually, I know the Dawson brothers. Big shout-out to them. Yeah. Um, two uh, Colorado boys that went separate directions. Um, so, so I went east. Um, <laughs> Royce Isaac stayed, uh, you know, west. And um, so shout-out to Royce. Actually, that match. I got I to gotta post that match, me versus Royce, from like, yikes, what, four or five years ago. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm super proud of Royce. He's, he's one of the guys that is such a nice guy. And like I said, I'm just happy to see him actually killing it out there. So, yeah, man. And then the Dawson brothers are just awesome. They're huge. They're just awesome. Mm-hmm. Amazing guys. So um, un- unlike with a lot of uh, wrestlers I've gotten to talk to in this podcast, which is always a cool thing for, for myself because uh, at the end of the day, of course, I am a fan as well. I had the chance to meet you in person up in Canada. Now, you had a chance to do a very long tour with CWE here in Canada, and you got to to travel along with not only our friend Danny Duggan and uh, the rest of the crew there, but with Mr. Ron Simmons and for the last leg of that tour, Mr. Too Cold Scorpio. Uh, Tell us about what it was like wrestling up here in Canada. Fortunately, you weren't up here in the wintertime. Maybe that'll happen Mm -hmm. eventually, but luckily you were here spring and summer. What was it like touring and wrestling here in Canada, dude? Man, it's um. So first, I want to say um uh, again. I mean, I still talk to Danny, so thanks um, for bringing me up. And and I've um, if it wasn't for like again, my schedule is it's I'm always guilt tripping myself with this stuff. But if it wasn't for the the schedule and just me wanting to go and and do other things, um the the tours I could have been on some other ones, but I just haven't uh, really been able to. But um. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite people in wrestling ever period, uh, AJ Sanchez. Um, <laughs> yeah. The guy is, uh, you guys have a gem every, every time that he hits, yeah. the guy's good. He's, he's amazing. He's an amazing person. He's just such a good guy, man. Um, it, it, what is it? Prime minister. You guys don't have a president, so he should be prime minister of Canada <laughs> one day just cause he's, he's such a good guy. Yeah. Um, you guys still have Trudeau, I believe. So yeah. unfortunately, but, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> but maybe no more Trudeau. We'll we'll, we'll put in AJ Sanchez for, for uh, you know he's such a good guy. It's super nice, super nice. Never uh, never heard anything bad about the guy. And he's like I said, he's a gem in the ring. He should be doing seminars daily, you mm-hmm. know, guys. But but yeah, wrestling up there, um, I was not prepared. <laughs> I tell you right now, I was not prepared. And actually, I was supposed to be on the tour previous to that. 
uh, with Jake the Snake. Yes. And um, and I don't know if you know the story behind that. I was announced um, as as one of the uh, the American like the headliners that yep. they, they bring in, and um, I broke my ankle in two places. I did hear that. Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple weeks before. So I um, I kind of you know just had to cancel right yeah so um after ankle you know rehab and surgery i i was uh i still went on the next tour but i was uh that i think i, I came back two months earlier than the doctor suggested i like, just to make the tour and uh some days on the tour i man the ankle just was super swollen but i didn't really you know that's who i am i don't really uh tell anybody or boohoo i kind of just go deal with my problems in a corner quietly so that's that's who i am so i didn't really complain to anyone or anything like that but um but yeah i was i was super agitated at everything because i just all i could think about was this ankle and mm-hmm. hopefully it not breaking again so <laughs> um and then i had to get it readjusted after that tour actually i had to get it readjusted uh, so i had to wear boots for a couple weeks yeah. when i got back home so um the doctor was like i freaking told you man <laughs> but, but um man i think some of my favorite places definitely was um like calgary was awesome yes um south st marie was cool um uh thunder bay which is like one of the sweetest names for a town yeah uh uh south st marie was pretty dope um Uh, by the way i love the way you say salt st marie yeah, yeah, I did. You know, what? I know that I was part it, of your stick while you were there. That was yeah, I say I say it like that on purpose. Yes. I know it's I, um, just because they're they're super annoyed with me, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm an American. You yes, know, I'm absolutely. Say it how I want, <laughs> but uh, and then oh, my favorite spot or stop on the tour was uh, Medicine Hat. Mm-hmm. Medicine Hat was really fun. Um, but yeah, no, the tour was was great. I think we um, they had uh, Hercules on there. They had uh, Danny. Danny, awesome dude. Yeah. Um, and I heard there was some there was some drama. Man, there was some drama. Like, I think it was a tour after or two tours, maybe two tours after. Yeah, with uh, was... yeah, yeah, with uh, Mr. Yeah. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, that was infamous. Uh, actually, that that uh, yeah. turned a bit of a story there. Yeah. I yeah, I heard the the, the random shenanigans, but I choose to believe what I what I know. You know, I kind of give people the, the the shadow of the doubt. Yeah. Um, um, I. Uh, I was getting a lot of uh, messages and things. Uh, we all were. From, like, people, <laughs> yeah. yeah from people just wanted me to talk no. crap about Danny, and I just didn't really want to no. just because I didn't really have anything bad to say, for one. Yeah. And I also feel like I wasn't there to stick up for anyone because I wasn't there, you know? Yeah. So um, so that's kind of why I, I actually, I, I think me and you got into it online a little bit because I posted about yep. podcasters and, and, you know, this kind of, let it die down before you go, you know, so that, you know, that's another thing about, about Canada is just, you don't really hear too much negativity coming out of there. It's kind of, you know, everyone says the Canadians are super nice. And it's we true. try, we try. It's, no, it's, it's creepy. Nice. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. <laughs> no, but it's, it's super true. So that's kind of, I was, I was kind of taken aback by that, but, um, but no, um, Canada was, was great to me. Canada was, um, is super nice to sightsee. I was actually pretty amazed that um, you guys have you guys have A and W, and you guys think we it's do. like the greatest thing. And we we don't like A and W here, so, <laughs> <laughs> so you know. And then uh, and then McDonald's is a total totally different experience. Yeah. That actually started my um, my little escapade of uh, having having to eat McDonald's at least once in every country. I at least once, yeah. So, 
um, just because it was so different in Canada. I was like, I have to see how different it is in Japan. <laughs> and Australia is definitely the most, they don't even call it McDonald's, they call it Macca's, which is crazy. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, yeah. That's it, great. It's, it's, so, yeah, so, um, but yeah, Canada definitely, uh, as far as internationally, um, helped start it all. I mean, I don't really count Puerto Rico as, as being as part of America. That's a, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, funny story, I was actually just at IWA Miss South. And I got a USA chant uh, for the other guy. And nice. then I had to stop and remind everyone that Puerto Rico's in America. So they stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt, they felt kind of dumb. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I think um, touring with Ron was also super um, beneficial to my career mm-hmm. at that point. Because before to that, like prior to that, I, I met him. Um, we did a, a, a little bit of a of a signing. It was myself and Teddy Long and, and, and Rod Simmons. Yep. And we rode up, we rode up to, uh, from Philadelphia to like upstate New York for this, uh, the, the, it was like one of the Royal Rumbles yep. and, um, and the guy paid out, paid for us to come sign some stuff. And, uh, I got to, you know, kind of hone in some, some business things from them as far as like how to conduct myself and things like that, yep. that I really, um, like I, I, I did, I mean, I, I struggled in the beginning just because um, I was kind of put in the position to to tell a lot of people no, and and and, and I really wasn't uh, shouldn't have been my place to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, it was just normal adult conversations like, "Hey, man, you can't be doing that," you know. Like if, ob- things that were obvious to me yep. got me a lot of a, a lot of heat in the beginning, just because I was just like, "What do you mean you don't know? You shouldn't be smoking here." And there's kids right there. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they sent me over here to say that to you. Or, and then, you know, of course, I would, you know. And I actually just made a, a pretty long post about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I just feel like, uh, like, I think, I wish there were more adults. True. I feel more adults than anything else. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's neither here nor there, you know. Yeah. I like talking about, if anything comes up, I, I, I like talking about it instead of being all mad. What's <laughs> the point of being mad, you know. But um, I, I picked up on that from them. Is just like sometimes you just don't don't even want to bother you know yeah. so um and then after that i uh i did a show actually for david here in, in delaware with with ron simmons right before that tour mm-hmm. and um it was i think it was some something to do with nascar or something like that okay. and, and and that was my first time like wrestling in front of ron and um and you know he had a lot of pointers but definitely a lot of praise and kind of sent me a lot of different ways as far as uh people to contact and things like that and then we we went on that pool boy super long tour, and I sat basically behind him the entire every day. So that was kind of a, you yep. know I couldn't drive in Canada. I didn't want to drive in Canada. <laughs> and uh, and then um, and then I would sit behind Ron. That was the seating arrangement. And uh, yeah, just this kind of being there with him, he uh, he just taught me so much. Taught me so much. We kind of check in at least once a month since the tour. Yep. Um, and we still talk and everything and, and just, um, he's actually here tomorrow. I'm actually going to see him tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, he's one of those guys that just, uh, like I said, is just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, he's done so much for the culture, uh, in pro wrestling. He was the first African-American champion, yep. uh, of a major company. Um, and he's, and just, you would think, you know, someone like him, man, if anyone, is going to be able to throw their weight around it should be him 
and he's never like that. He's just so yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, he inspires me to just keep it, you know, uh, what to keep it professional. That's the that's his thing, and I always I always say that now. Keep it professional, you know, yeah. just you know, keep it professional. Like, I don't have to go out drinking and partying. I know that sometimes hurts me as far as being one of the guys, um, but I'd rather just keep it professional, do yeah. my match, uh, have a killer match, uh, or try to comp- try to compete for the spot of the night, and then just go home. Um, at the end of the day, that's yeah. kind of what's important to me. Um, but some, you know, like I said, sometimes, it, 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 like I said, it could hurt you not being one of one of the guys that goes out drinking all the time and all that. So yeah. I just kind of first one in the car after the ring and all that is broken down. Of course, first one in the car back on the road. That's that's me. If, <laughs> if you can, if you want to describe me. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then we just keep in touch, man. Um, uh, I think. You were, I think I told you about this before, how, how he would, um, he saw that I was good with people and good at the merch and that, yeah. so eventually he would start, uh, whenever people were kind of talking him up and it was taking a little longer, yeah. he would send them my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and it's, I, it just became a joke, you know, a running joke. Um, he'd be like, Hey, do you meet Frank Varga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a talent. And he'd bring him over and just to get rid of him. So I'm like, damn it, Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. But uh, then after, um, man, I forget what town. I think it was right before the t- Thunder Bay and the big, the big long drives. Yep. Um, he had to go home, mm-hmm. and he got swapped with uh, another person who I knew before that, <laughs> who I actually wrestled before that. Yeah. Uh, Tuco Scorpio. Yeah, man. Um, I had, I had another, some fun with another, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Another Colorado guy. He's yeah, yeah. in Colorado now. Um, thank God. Um, he's, you know, I think he's this. Hell of a guy, um, hilarious, and he's like, uh, man, I'd say the opposite of Ron. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, he'd always encourage me to. He actually helped me get um, into all Japan, so I, I, I love the guy yeah. forever for that. But um, he actually uh, encourages me to, to let loose a little more, and, yep. and um, to, you know, but uh, it's just not me. <laughs> it's not, I've, I've tried, but it's not me. So. Um, yeah, in Sault Marie, uh, when uh, when you guys came through and Scorpio uh, coming in at that point, I actually uh, went back in the locker room and uh, asked him if I could get a promo for the podcast, and I still do play it occasionally. Um, probably, I don't think I've had anybody have to take so many takes to get a promo right, but it, it, it was it was hilarious. I wish I would have kept some of the outtakes. Cause I, had, I had a blast just recording five seconds of audio with this guy. It, it, as, a, as, a, as a wrestling fan, podcaster, and journalist and whatnot, just one of the f- funner experiences that I've had just with Two Cold Scorpio literally in a school gymnasium trying to get a promo out of him, and it, it, he couldn't keep a straight face. It was hilarious. I had a great, great time. Oh, man. Oh man, yeah, he uh, like that's yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll put we'll put uh, yeah. my experience with him just before before the tour. Um, we put a whole thing together and we go out there. He's just like, nah, let's just forget <laughs> it, you know. And I'm just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I just thought I thought it was a rib, but no, we we actually uh, it was a completely different, completely new match to me. Um, so yeah, that's that's him, man. I love the guy. He's he's so so cool. Um, so yeah. awesome to be around, and um, just you you hear you hear the craziest stories about him, and he's like, yeah, that's that was me. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah, even uh, since you've uh, you've come and you've done the tour of CWE, they they've um, grown significantly now. They're they're coming a lot further east. They're coming even entering down into Toronto and southern Ontario here now. I'm at, I'm actually about uh, I've moved since uh, 
Um, I saw you in the Salt Saint Marie. I'll say it your way for Ooh, the time being. I, I've I've moved down to Southern Ontario. I'm actually about an hour or so west of Toronto. And Danny and uh, CW, they're coming as far as that now. I'm probably venturing okay. to Quebec and the East Coast, uh, you know, with time. So it's it's becoming uh, almost kind of Canada's wrestling promotion for uh, for lack of a better term. And uh, it's really interesting to see that grow. And you had mentioned Danny. You know, I talked to him several times. We've interviewed him on the podcast, and I did that in person at the show right after like you could tell he was exhausted but he still took the time sat down with us for a good half hour or so and he's a class act and he's one of the really really nice guys in wrestling and uh, props to him yeah um danny has if i have to describe the guys just do the drives you ever heard the term do yeah. the drives yeah that guy will do the drives no matter where it is man yeah. he's a he's a grinder um and uh, like you said he was exhausted but he still took the time to talk to you so absolutely um and interesting thing about me me, me and danny um so the guys were playing a bunch of tricks on me and, and a bunch <laughs> of ribs on me during during the tour and they'd be like hey danny uh danny's pissed at you for xyz and i'd go up to danny like danny what's up man because they knew i'm i'm, I'm not confrontational but i just rather get it out of the way yeah. and uh and he's just like dude no i'm like damn it they got me again you know so <laughs> I was, it was like super awkward the first couple of weeks i'm like <sighs> sorry you know <laughs> but he's like man these guys are just need just you're too easy man they keep, they keep ripping you <laughs> so um yeah but um but yeah it was just it was a fun time um uh, congrats to danny i saw you had the baby and uh yes. he, unfortunately he had that car accident oh which, man um, oh dude stop yeah <laughs> I, I, I was actually in, uh, I want to say, where was I? I was in the UK when that happened. Yeah. And um, and I, I reached out to Psychosis and just to make sure everything, he was fine. He was totally fine. And yeah. um, I guess Danny, I didn't, I reached out to him later on when I saw that he was uh, out of the hospital because I didn't want to be, you know, um, he's just probably just want to be with family and stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, I guess he's, he's doing a lot better and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so I'm I'm glad he you know made it out of that. Um, and then I there was someone else in the car. I just I don't think I've ever met them or anything like that. But yeah. I can't remember who it is. But not not any of the. I think it might have been somebody that was added to the tour. But I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, he made that out. He made it out alive. And um, yeah, so he's definitely one of the. Um, uh, a lot of people. A lot of people say you know. Um, things, but I have nothing bad to say about Danny as far yep. as, um, yeah, he's just uh, very old school, keeps, keeps it real. And, uh, and, uh, it is what it is, you know, the show, um, the shows, what is he at? 31 shows now? 30, the, the next tour is going to be 31 days in a row. Yeah. So 31. So the show must go on as yes. far as Danny, you know, like <laughs> that's, that's the attitude I always got from him. The show yeah. must go on. It doesn't matter. The people paid, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many people paid. Yep. The people paid, and you're going to be there, and we're going to be there, and we're going to give them what they paid for. Yep. And, like, dude, there's too many There's too many guys that would see, oh, we only sold tickets. Um, so, yeah, there's too many guys that would see, like, oh, man, we only sold 30 tickets. Let's cancel the show. Yeah. And that's not the way, you know, and that's not the way of doing that. So uh, it doesn't matter. Daniel selling nine tickets, and the show is going to happen. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's why the – that's why the, the like you said that's why they're growing and um i think i was there at 20 25 days 26 days i think so yeah um and that's why they're growing i saw that they took over correct me if i'm wrong hiw is it yes i believe yeah high impact wrestling yeah okay so yeah. that wasn't like the canada's oldest 
promotion. One of the oldest, yeah. Yep, that title's been around for quite a while, actually. Yeah, so yeah. so you don't – that doesn't just happen, you know? So no. So shout out to Danny and, and the boys and, and, and uh, AJ, who's – who's uh the mvp of every tour (laughs) just because i can already tell he is so yeah that guy's uh that guy's awesome and then of course the cannon plan my boy um boy bobby uh he's he's he's, i miss that guy he's awesome too yeah absolutely man all right so before we do wrap things up uh here franco um what's next what do you got going on and um what are your future plans what's uh what's on the What's what do you got going on? What's uh, what's the future plans? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, um, I'm gonna wrap up the year at, um, be- between like IWA Mid South, Infinite Pro Wrestling, and then I have uh, um, a little bit of a tour in Scotland. Um, so that's another country I'm adding. Uh, and then I'm just um, <clears throat> just gonna be you know taking a little bit little bit of vacation time. Uh, but uh, but as far as wrestling goes. I'm just gonna finish up the year. Everything, everything that I already have, I'm not gonna add any anything else. Uh, I'm doing that border. I will be in Canada at the end of this month. I'll be at that Border City Wrestling show. Nice. Um, and then uh, AML Wrestling, um, yeah, places like that. Just uh, just finishing up the year, and then next year I got some some big some big things. But uh, um, China is in, is included in Ooh, that. So it's nice. my, yeah, it'll be, it'll be my first time there. Um, so I definitely want to, to finish that up. That one's, uh, I'd say like 75% done as far as like us finishing up the deal. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. It's going to be a good year. Um, just trying to stay, you know, positive, um, regardless of, of everything. So we all know the the wrestling business is, a, it's a highs and lows. And right now we're in a definite high. Yes. Um, I am, uh, man, I'm, I'm stoked for all my you know, I don't like the word, I don't like the word friends, but I, I'm stoked for everybody that, that I, that I personally like in the wrestling business that are at all these companies that are thriving, even, um, like NXT, AEW, uh, NWA. Yep. Um, yeah, big time. Um, I'm happy for all the guys at Infinite Pro Wrestling that are putting the work. They just got TV and they just got Twitch and they just, they run those, those seven states, you know, in, the, in America, like, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's not as big as Canada, though. I no. always tell them that. Like you have no, you know, have no idea until you have to drive from Winnipeg to Thunder Bay yep. for one show. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy for David and, and the team there. Um, so yeah, so everyone's thriving and it's a great it's a great time. Um, but you know, realistically, I just I just uh, I hope I never all everyone at Ring of Honor, Jonathan Gresham, all those guys. Um, I hope uh, that everything continues to go well, and everyone I know at Impact, Impact Wrestling. Same. Um, but <clears throat> I think uh, to be realistic, I just uh, I'm kind of waiting to see because mm-hmm. a lot of people are waiting to see what falls off and what uh, how much how much wrestling the wrestling fan can actually um, take in, mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> as much as I would want every wrestling fan to watch everything impossible uh yeah it's just it's just impossible you know? yep. it'd be too much um that means every promotion would be on fox and abc if that's all they watch. for sure so it's wrestling's already considered a niche uh when when we get two million uh viewers that's that's huge and mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah, but when you consider that like to any like soap opera or anything like that that's on tv prime time that's not a lot so no um 
so yeah, so I have some acting things that I'm working on. Um, some 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 of the cop shows. I'm actually nice. uh, got picked up for a few of those. So we'll see. So yeah, jumping into some acting next year. So cool. Well, before we do uh, sign off here, uh, where can people follow you on social media, Franco? Yeah, so you can follow me at Franco Wrestles on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can see my shenanigans and all the the uh, <laughs> public restrooms I've been banned from. It was me, baby. Uh, I don't know if you. you I, I'm yeah, sure you yeah. follow us. Yeah, yeah, I see you. Eat like a man. Yeah. yeah, eat like a man, which is uh, not. You know, it's been confused as, as kind of like a, um, like, like toss, toxic masculinity. It's actually not. It's actually. Um, it's actually making fun of, of yep. uh, the actual term. Yep. So yeah, eat like a man. Actually, you'll see. Uh, mm-hmm. I have. I have six of those already pre-done. Yep. So you'll see them start dropping. And then, um, yeah, so I'm working on my YouTube. I know it's another form of social media that uh, I've neglected and kind of been um, been wanting to put more time into. So you'll see it's it's all the same, though, at Franco Wrestles. And then uh, you sh- I should have FrancoWrestles.com live at the first of the year, which takes you to all my social media, mm-hmm. uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, all that stuff, exclusive T-shirts, all that. It's all on one website, so that's kind of what I'm working on now. And then the new DVD, Franco Franco Varga vs. the World, um, we sold out the first wave, which is 50 copies, which for an indie wrestler, that's a lot. You mm-hmm. know? Yep, <laughs> but, for sure. So the second, the second wave, just um, I actually just got it from Amazon. Um, uh, so thank God for that. So yeah, they'll be back uh, at the merch table and, and on FrancoWrestles.com. And it's just a collection of all the places I've wrestled and uh, and all the big matches I've had. Brian Cage, Michael Elgin, all, all of those. Jason Kincaid, another guy mm-hmm. um, who's awesome. So yeah, that's what I'm working on. So that's what I got for next year and for the rest of the year this year. Cool. And like I said, uh, if you do come out to, up to Canada and if it is in the wintertime, so you need to, Woo. you need to, you need to, if you do come in the winter time, you need to pack a toque, you need to pack a winter coat and some winter boots just so you can survive the winter. Listen, man, I was freezing there and I was, <laughs> that was in May, <laughs> it was dude. March. Yeah, it was in, in May. yeah, it was May and I was freezing. So yeah, I was, I, I don't know about a winter tour. I, yikes. I've avoided it before, yeah. um, just by staying busy. So <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, uh, I, I know Danny, Danny's probably gonna hear this and, and offer me a winter tour right when I don't, you know, right when I'm not as busy. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, I'd be, I'd be freezing the whole time, but yeah, I would, I wouldn't mind it. I'd love to see you guys again. Uh, shout out to the Silver family and, and, uh, in uh, Medicine Hat, they're huge wrestling fans. They're, they're all over. They're always all over the um, the CW scene and, yeah. and always supporting the boys and and all that. They're they're huge. So so yeah. And then uh, of course, shout out to all the CW fans um, that have seen me on tour up there. And uh, yeah, miss you guys. Miss Canada. Um, and uh, poutine is still not as good as just fries in America. <laughs> and, you know, I, I know I pissed off a lot. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I pissed off a lot of uh, Canadians with that. So that was good. But yeah, no, I uh, appreciate you. Like I said, appreciate you having me on here. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Anytime, and uh, we will uh, talk to you later. All right, What's up, guys? This is the standard Dusty Gold coming from you from Fayetteville, Arkansas. I'm with Joe and Carl for Turnbuckle Talk. <laughs>